Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to Building Your Business right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Laura Templeton. She has this wonderful program called The 30-Second Success. Um, but what we're going to be talking about today is time for a networking pivot. In other words, ditch the pitch. I love that. You know, we're in a new era. Um, it's a totally different norm, you know, quarantine life. And we have to look at this world with you know, a little uncertainty. We don't know where we're going. So how do we discuss networking in a virtual environment and strategies to connect, nurture your con uh, connections and stand out in this virtual crowd? We've had to move to our computers. Uh, for me, that's where I've always been. So I'm quite comfortable with it. But there's an awful lot of people that are still missing that kind of face-to-face -face or that people gathering around interaction. But we have quarantine, quarantine, quarantine that's going to be around for a while. And so how do we still keep our business alive? How do we communicate? How do we build those connections? How do we pivot? And so, and I'd love the ditch to pitch. <laughs> I think that's absolutely wonderful. Uh, you know when you're being pitched, and it doesn't feel very invitational. It doesn't feel like, you know, you're kind of trying to build a relationship. It just feels like someone is trying to sell you. So ditching the pitch and just trying to kind of build relationships, I think, is where we need to go. Do you agree, Laura? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's amazing to, you know, a lot of times, especially now that we're connecting through social platforms, one of the things I almost sometimes feel like I'm, I, it's been a hit and run. Mm. with the when people are pitching you right when they're like oh i do this and i do that and i do that i'm like wait 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 it's you know it's there's a little bit more intentional about social media yes right how about hello how are you you know the exactly. same the same niceties that when you meet someone you don't just meet someone blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, it is like hi how are you even if it's how's the weather or how are you surviving this or whatever please make it personal Absolutely. And you know, that's a big thing. You know, a lot of people don't understand how to connect with people online. Mm -hmm. you know, they, they, it's not something that we were, we were brought up understanding, you know, a, a lot of young people have a different perspective about it. You know, people, you know, in my generation, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just put this out there, you know, that 50 something generation, um, you know, Still we've kind of, been, <laughs> kind of been forced to use social media mm -hmm now especially now when we've been so used to having that one-on-one -on -one interaction you know the face-to-face belly-to-belly conversations and networking and now all of a sudden we're like forced to figure out how to use social media to do those connections and we're just not sure how to do it right yes how do you not make it the sales pitch um it, it you know it, it's the same way as when you would want to be introduced to someone or you want to meet someone you want to know they see you they're interested in you. It's not all about them selling to you. It's about them actually caring about who you are, listening to find out even if there is a synergy there in the first place or even if you would want their product. But 
I, I, I've had so many times in my life sitting there listening to someone pitching and I've just sat there and then I asked them the question afterwards. Now, what makes you think I'd be interested in that? What have you asked me to find out what I'm interested in? And this is, I think, where people go wrong in kind of networking and meeting people, but most certainly online. It's all about come and join this, do this, do that, do this, do that. And not about who are you talking to, mm -hmm. right? Treat me like a person, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so funny, you know, the all too often, I feel like in, in online networking, a lot of folks are, are just so uncomfortable, mm -hmm. especially in front of the camera, right? Yes. Now, how, how often, you know, people are afraid to have their photograph taken. Now we've told them they have to get on camera. Yes. And For talk, the whole world to see. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, their, their whole world needs to see. So, you know, that, that uh, you know, we're uncomfortable and we're just kind of, I feel like a lot of folks are fumbling their way through. Um, a lot of people are doing it amazingly well, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people have realized that online networking is really not different than in-person networking. It's about relationship. And there are folks that are doing it extremely well, but the folks that are finding it uncomfortable and like very, un, you know, hard to do are the ones that may not have done it really well in person. Mm -hmm. Right. So they yeah. were struggling before. Now it's compounded by the fact that we have to do it on camera. Right. It's networking without heels. Mm -hmm. Right. We're not standing around in these uncomfortable heels wishing, oh, God, I wish I could have worn my sneakers. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what's below the waist? You know, it's all about the interaction with the face. And we can still have that wonderful interaction with people through these mediums and really kind of take the time to get to know someone. And I think sometimes in a, in a way more beneficially. Right. And that, and, you know, and more beneficially in a way that, you know, the, those connections become deeper, right? Mm -hmm. You and I just spoke just the other day, right? Yes. And I felt like we were like kindred spirits. We had so much in common. We had a great conversation and it was so natural. Like, okay, what's the next step for us? Do we want to keep talking and being friends? You know, I'm, I'm on the East coast. You're on, on this Pacific coast up in Canada. I'm down in the U S but, you know, having the ability to have the conversation first and then decide, right. If we're going to move forward, that's even the same way as, you know, the in-person networking. But I think, we're missing the mark if we don't take advantage of this online networking. Because I, I see online, there's so much of a, of a benefit to the online networking that I think folks are missing out on. Um, I think it gives us more of an opportunity to do the one-on-one -on -one conversations that most people who network in, in larger groups and larger gatherings don't take that extra step to do, right? I agree with you and you know it's it seems to be kind of a competition how many cards you can get out and how many people you know you can get on your list and um, whenever I did go to any of these networking events it would be find one or two people I could connect with and have a damn good conversation and I'd rather walk away with that whatever it is than this just exchange of cards where you feel like well who benefited who there Mm. So, so this, it's amazing that you shared that because that's one of the things that I talk about in my book, um, 30 Second Success, is, you know, on, um, people who are introverted do an amazingly 
good job of networking. And that's one of the things that they focus on, making very intentional connections, two to three very intentional connections when they network. They're very intentional because they, they have a hard enough time putting themselves into a position where it's a large group gathering. So they go there with the intention of connecting with three really quality people. And that's a big um, plus for them. And I think we can all learn a lot from how introverts network, right? You know, I think they're very intentional on how they network. They go with a purpose. They know what they want. And then they're intentional about growing those relationships afterwards because they've made such an effort to be there. So I think that's something we can kind of put into practice even in the online networking world. Who are we intentionally connecting with? Now we get to pick and choose. Think about it. If you're networking through social media, right? If you're connecting with people on LinkedIn, you can be intentional about who you're connecting with. Right. It's not everybody in the room anymore. No, no. Right? Or, oh my gosh, somebody rescue me from this conversation. (laughs) Have you ever had one of those? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Those conversations that you go, oh my gosh, this person's never going to stop talking at me. Right? Mm, At you. Not with you, at you. Very big point there. Yeah. 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 And and that makes such a difference when we when we start having conversations where we're intentionally asking really great questions. Mm. Um, You know, one thing I like about the social media is especially LinkedIn, it's changed quite considerably. And what I like about it now is that it has become more interactive and you can look at somebody and, you know, you can see a comment that they've made on somebody else's thing and go, oh, I I like that point. Uh, You look at who they are. Oh, I like what they do. I'm going to reach out and say, thanks for the connection. You know, and wait and see if if there is a response. If there is a response, now you know the dialogue goes back and forth, and it's uh, oh, this is sounding cool. Let's have a chat, mm-hmm. right? You know that there's a there's an interest there, and then through that chat, you'll either know, as you say, is it just a nice chat, nice friendship, great to meet you? Is it something that can go further? You're not going to know unless you're willing to give this four letter word time to someone to get to know them. Right. And you know, everybody's looking for this quick downloadable like, got to turn it over, you know, your 30 seconds, blah, 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 you know, and it's how about giving somebody the time of day? Isn't that one of the most respectful things you can do? Oh, absolutely. And the other the other piece to that is approaching it from how can I serve my audience? Yes. How can I serve the people that are in my network? You know, nine times out of ten, when I when I connect with someone, the first thing that I'll ask them is, okay, what do you need? How can I help you? Who do you need to connect with? Is there someone in my network that you'd like an introduction to? That's how I met you. Right. Right. right? I I saw a video that Annie Lee posted, mm-hmm. Annie Tude podcast. Annie Tude, she's wonderful. Yeah, I'm yes. of her. Um, <laughs> so she posted that on LinkedIn. So I reached out to her. We had an amazing conversation. Through that conversation, she says to me, oh my gosh, you need to meet Sarah Troy. <laughs> Right. So it just, you know, yes. that it's amazing that once you meet people and you just start to have those relaxed conversations. And I was, I said to her, what can I do to help you? And she asked me, what can I do to help you? And who, who can I connect you with? Like she was already thinking yes, before she even asked me the question, who can I connect you to? Right. She was like, 
so she was, it, it, and that's what happens when you're intentionally connecting with people and you're looking at how you can serve them. You start to see the connections. And that's really what networking is about, right? right. It's about relationships and connections and connecting the dots, connecting the people. Because when we connect the people in our lives um, in, in a very thoughtful, purposeful way, it, it people appreciate that. Right? People will see that you have a good heart and, a, and that you're, you're not in it for yourself. And sometimes right. we have to take self out of it. Mm. You know, there mm. are some relationships that those folks may never wind up being a client, right? You know, they, they may never wind up being a client, but they wind up just being a thoughtful person that thinks of you when they maybe run into someone down the road. And right. it may not be right away. It might right. be months from now. Yeah. They could but just because, be your cheerleader as well. Right. It could just be somebody who follows you, who is really responsive to you. You know, you, 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 they're not your client, but they are your supporter. And I think this whole thing of supporting one another, you know, I'm not a competitive person. I adore collaborations, mm -hmm. communication, compassionate collaboration, because that collaboration is even in support of one another. And it's like, you know, thank you. Your services is, is not needed by me right now. Certainly going to keep you in mind when I meet someone. But in the meantime, I'm going to respond to the things that you post and say, because that's what interested me in the first place. Right. Right. And that those interactions, that engagement yeah. is, is really appreciated. You know, how often do folks, I don't know about you, but there's been times where I've put stuff out on social media and not one person even likes it. I'm like, wait, what? Is anybody like not reading my stuff? You know, but I that's a lot to do with the algorithm. I found that Facebook has definitely <laughs> changed. They've changed the algorithm and, and it's, you know, they'll, they'll share kind of the top things and uh, uh, I have noticed that a lot lately where I used to get so much interaction I am not anymore and it's something that they have changed um, where LinkedIn is you know just hashtag someone and there you are you know they, everybody's in on it so it's, it's yes. absolutely great so I think it's also knowing which social media platform can mm. serve you whatever your particular interest is at the time right right Right. And I think, you know, I think LinkedIn is, is, is a great place for connecting business to business. Yes. And, and, and it still has that business relationship mm -hmm. type of feel to it. Yep. Very similar to networking, mm -hmm. right? Whereas Facebook has gotten way more personal that, you know, every platform is different. Yes. Um, and, and I think they, they all serve us very well, depending on what we're trying to accomplish. But again, being intentional and yeah. connecting and, LinkedIn is kind of that space where it, it still feels like that networking opportunity is there, finding those connections that really um, that that really matter, right? The connections that help us to see people in a different way. Like I love reading people's profiles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, profiles tell me so much. And I will I'll read someone's profile way before I'll just accept their connection request. Right. I get tons of connection requests every day. I really yes. do. And I, you know that for one reason or another, and I'm sure it has a lot to do with LinkedIn's algorithm, right? Yes, you yes. Know, you, sh you should know this person. <laughs> and people just click on those. I do the same thing. I'm like, oh, I should know this person. Maybe I should just click on them. But I will look at the profiles first yeah. to make sure it's it's a, a person that I feel like that I might be able to help. 
right? Somebody that would be a good fit for me to be able to have that collaborative opportunity to share what I do to that in a way that they might be able to um, be able to tell others about my work. And in the same sense that I could tell others about work, like I have enough people in my network that may need their services and might need to know who they are and, and would benefit from knowing them. Yeah. So that's what I look for when I, when I read people's profiles, you know, the other thing too, is what are they sharing? Mm-hmm. If I go on and somebody's hasn't posted anything or had any activity in six months, eight months, a year, I'm like, are they even checking LinkedIn at this point? Or, <laughs> or is it just, just a, a picture and a picture and a picture and a picture of them when you mm-hmm. know that this is definitely a fake thing? You know, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I get a lot of proposals. <laughs> yeah, I had a few of them. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, and it's always the same template. You know, I'm, I'm a widower, I'm a this, some of that. It's always the same yes, thing. Yes. And it's thank you very much, but no, thank you. I've even put out on my LinkedIn, you know, da, 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 da. And for all you people who wish to, you know, make, um, hook up, this is not a dating site, not you know. And just because it says LinkedIn doesn't mean LinkedIn, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know what, that kind of goes with the territory. It's be the same thing if you were physically networking. There's somebody there who thinks they're the bee's knees and all they want is a hookup, you know, and it's, it's the same thing that you thank you, but decline. And, you know, yes, there are fake profiles. This is why you do need to do your due diligence check the profile before I interview anyone I go to their site what have they got up there is it current but is it also really speaking to who they are and what they're doing I'm intrigued now I know my audience will be intrigued so I want to know more if it looks like it's a stagnant one nothing's ever been done to it um, or very often when I do speak to people their site is totally different to who they are Mm. because somebody else has done it in their vein, not in the customer's vein. And you can see the disconnect. And so it's a misrepresentation. Representation of who you are should be the common thread in everything that you do and everything that represents you. Absolutely. And there's gotta be consistency across platforms, like consistency through all your social media, consistency with your website and consistency with your values. Mm -hmm. Who you are really needs to come through in all of that. Um, it's so funny because I, and I was, ju- I just wrote a blog about this. My newsletter just went out with my most current blog and it was, it, <laughs> I called it naked and unprepared mm-hmm. um, because I actually had someone reach out to me through LinkedIn, president of a company, wanted to connect on LinkedIn. So I went to his profile and I'm sorry, but I am not going to align myself with someone who has a profile picture of himself naked. Not going to happen. <laughs> Who's just what business is he in? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Even if you're a health coach, fitness coach, yeah. put, a, put a tank top on, put a t-shirt on. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just yeah. like not. Yeah, you're not, not the Russian president. Just not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, still wouldn't do it. Sorry. No. Um, yeah, it was just really strange. And, I mean, it, and yeah, it, I mean, it was a very uncomfortable feeling for me. Yes. Yes, you know, I and I'm like, that. I'm like, yeah, no. Um, and, and it could be a, a very valid profile, like, you know, company, it sounded like a sincere business and everything, but I just could not get past the picture. You know, I was like, no, nah, no, he's not. And it wasn't like he was a health coach or anything. So it was, 
kind of strange to me. I'm like, why would you pick that picture for your LinkedIn profile? <laughs> right. It's, it really does kind of feel like, you know, what kind of business are you in? And we've still got to remember there is some decorum in the way that you mm -hmm. present yourself and you interact with business. Just because right. we're online now, yes, we're more relaxed. Yes, it opens up to sometimes deeper conversations, but it doesn't mean that you let everything go and, right. and we step up because it's still business and the, we don't want you to be fake we mm -hmm. always want you to be yourself but you're going to wear different hats mm -hmm. in different ways you present yourself and you want to present yourself in a light that is really acceptable and not sending the wrong message mm -hmm. well that's one of the things that very early on i got a request from an organization called angel venture fairs here in philadelphia region they actually do they do an amazing um, job of create putting cap, uh, capitalists with people who are launching new businesses. So mm -hmm. it's a pretty cool program. It's kind of yeah. like a Shark Tank thing. Right. Um, but very early on, they called me and they said, "Can you do a presentation on video etiquette, like like yeah. Zoom etiquette?" I'm like, yes. "Absolutely, be happy to," because that was one of the things that I had written on. And, and Mark's very familiar with my work, and I was like, "You know what? There's there are too many people showing up on video very inappropriately." So yes. I was like, "Please stop eating like right in your camera." You know, all the kind of strange little things, yes. or, or make sure you have pants on if you if you all of a sudden have to stand up and go let the dog out. You know, yeah. like it, crazy stuff like that, or you know, not, not videoing yourself from bed. Right. Like, why are you laying in bed while right. you're on video? And uh, you just strange little things. Um, Wash your hair. Wants, <laughs> right. <laughs> and if your cat is on your desk, we don't want to see his back end. Like just not, you know, not really what your I want to see. You know, like, face. Yes. Adorable. Back end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> keep walking keep walking um you know so it, it's interesting you know some of the things that we see on on uh you know on zoom and and the other video conferences but even at that my husband works from home and he he does you know he works for a big company and they actually sent out videos very early on on how to show up on your meetings yes because yeah. you're showing up with customers Right. You know, they they literally sent him new company shirts with the logo and every he and they even like sent now they're not even allowed to go into any offices right now, but they sent him all the PPE he needs with the company logo on the masks and everything. And, you know, they made sure like uh, we're the the etiquette piece was there very early on with their company. They're very, very sensitive that way. Um, but it was just amazing that like companies are having to think about that. It wasn't just like, hey, just show up on Zoom and then, oh, what's going on? You know, they, I'm sure they had some complaints early on on how people right. were yeah, showing up. Somebody's but, dirty dishes behind them, somebody's drawer with their yeah. underwear falling out, you know, mm -hmm. it's uh, in doing these videos, you know, I do have to say to somebody, I'm sorry, but, you know, can you just remove that or <laughs> can we shift over here? Because sometimes people just don't think, right? right? And it's right. like, you don't want people distracted. Hmm. You know, by the knickers hanging up on the cupboard. <laughs> you know? we, we can't always avoid the kids walking in or the no, dog barking no, or no, whatever. But those yeah. are to be yeah. expected when we're all working from home. But, yeah. you know, or even when we have a home business. But, you know, it's just you know, be thinking about where you're at. Yes, you're at home, but you're still conducting business. Yes. And it's, you know, it's also how you make light of that. You know, I had one wonderful veteran on and, uh, um, 
yeah, his kid opened up. I want chicken nuggets. Yes, darling, soon. <laughs> you know? Right, right. And then later on, another kid came in. I said, I'll bring them on. He said, nope, she's naked. <laughs> and the thing is, you go with the flow. You have a good laugh at it because, you know, shoot happens. Don't make people feel so, in, you know, uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's again, as long as you've set your stage and you've got to understand this is a canvas that people are buying from you, right? That you're right. setting your own stage and you want people to receive you in a way that is representative of you. And right. yes, stuff happens. You know, and especially in, in the internet world where the internet drops or static or some weird things happen. And it's uh, if you can cut it out afterwards, great. But if you can't in the now, own it. Don't get frazzled. Right. 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 It's own it and it's make fun out of it. You can swear later. <laughs> <laughs> but in the moment, just lighten up over it because this is the new world and stuff happens. Yes, it absolutely does. And that's a, it's so funny because I have a, I have a, a friend who I just recently met through, a, a, you know, was it, it was a connection through someone that I met through LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And I was speaking with this gentleman and we, we're, we, he goes, all right, so tell me the worst thing that's happened to you on, on Zoom. And I'm like, wait, you, uh, you have a story I can tell because mm -hmm. you think your story can top my story. All right, tell me your story. So he tells, proceeds to tell me he's working with this client and she's a young mom. And apparently she's in the middle of a conversation with him on video. And the husband walks in and brings the newborn in and she proceeds to start nursing <laughs> <laughs> this baby and he goes okay so it wasn't bad enough that she was naked and i could see it and mm. i told her i could see it and she just kind of went oh okay and he goes but then all i could hear was the suckling and i you know what how hard she could because i finally just said to her you know what let's finish our conversation later <laughs> yes yes <laughs> because it was just so distracting i could not yeah because i yeah. couldn't even think straight <clears throat> and you yeah, know so if you're friends you know, if this is like how you're communicating with friends and family, so be it. But if it is anything to do with business, there is a line drawn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. You know, like that's, you know, we had that, we had a giggle about it. He goes, but he goes, it made me so uber aware of how people, our lives have, our businesses have now spilled yeah. over into our lives. And we're not sure where that line needs to be drawn. Right. And right. he said, so it is a conversation we need to have. And he goes, I've now, you know, he goes, that is a conversation we need to have. And he goes, and I, I, I it's, it's a sensitivity as well, you know, so it made me feel uncomfortable. She wasn't uncomfortable right. because she's obviously used to this. It's not a big deal to her. He goes, but it made me feel uncomfortable. Yes. He goes, and I had to, and I had to, he goes, I did have a conversation with her afterwards. And mm -hmm. I, you know, it's, it's, you have to think of your, who you're conversing with because just like in a, in a corporate office, you wouldn't just nurse your baby at your desk. You'd probably go somewhere private. Right. And she was like, oh. I hadn't thought about that. Right. Right. I had a situation yeah. that happened to me once in the middle of an interview. Um, I'm an asthmatic. And during the interview, I suddenly had a convulsion. I had an asthma attack. I have never seen myself have an asthma attack. 
So I'm seeing myself on video and it's freaking me out even more while I'm gasping for breath because you contract. Your face goes into contraction and everything in your body goes into contraction and you're gasping for breath. Fortunately, I was interviewing a mum, wonderful uh, Lachelle Atkins, who's a mum of 15 kids. And she's just- Oh my goodness. And she goes, it's, it's okay, dear. Just take your time, dear. And I'm thinking, thank God it's her. I, obviously I cut it out later and we, we resume once I've got my lungs back but I was horrified, you know, and she says, oh, don't worry, I've seen worse, you know, and, you know, I couldn't pause because your body's going into contraction, so I couldn't even press the pause on it, and as looking back at it, it was like, oh, my God, this is what people see when they see me have an asthma attack, but mm -hmm. I was so lucky it was her, because I know that it maybe even been some other people, but we've got to understand, I mean, that's never happened to me before on air, um, but it, 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 she put me at ease. And I think that is also something we have to be bear in mind when something happens. Don't freak out. The person's already freaking out. Right. You know, just the soft overtones. It's the fact that she can say, don't worry, love, take your time. It's okay mm -hmm. now. You know, put me at ease. That Because mm -hmm. I'm feeling embarrassed, obviously. And uh, just let me have my convulsions, get my lungs back and re-resume the show. Right. <laughs> so it's, I think it's very important to know that staff will happen don't mm -hmm. make the person feel uncomfortable now that person made you feel uncomfortable with the open breastfeeding if she is part of a mum's group or you know uh, breastfeeding for women advocate it's a totally different situation right. but if it's a, a different form of business that, and it's not that way then obviously people are going to feel uncomfortable with it so right. it's be aware but at the same time I think if something does happen is you know just a to be nurturing for someone at that moment because we don't know when we're going to need it. <laughs> right. Well, and I think the fact that he went and spoke to her later. Yeah. And, and told her, let her know how he felt, what get, gave her a sense of awareness. Like yes. maybe she didn't understand how she was making people feel. Right. You know, so I think there's, there's a lot to be said for people who feel comfortable enough to have that hard conversation. Yes. Right. And sometimes we're doing other people a service by helping them understand how things make us feel. Yeah. Right. They may not see it the same way we do. And it's not so, an attack. No, it's a it's shared not. observation. Right. You're, you're in new territory. You know, you, Absolutely. you would not go to a networking event and suddenly sit down and breastfeed in front of everyone. Right. right? So it's the same type of thing you know, on right. air here. Um, but some people, well, I'm at home, I'm comfortable, the baby needs fed. And it's yes, but you've got to change the mindset. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and that goes, I think, for for a lot of people, you know, you see now on on TV, all, you know, the talk show hosts, interviewing people through Zoom. And one of the benefits of that, which I love, is the fact that people are in their own homes, they're more relaxed, and the conversation is deeper. It's not a studio talk. Two or three minutes, off they go, they've had their makeup and hair done, and you never feel they get into anything. Now we're seeing people really get into things. And the other thing, too, is we see their homes, they go, okay, they don't live in a gilded, gold, gilded palace. That, you know, their home looks like mine, you know? <laughs> which, you know, is another sense of reality is that, how different are we? I think another thing with, with networking online, do not be intimidated if somebody's the president or the CEO, or I've got all these initials behind them. If you have an interest and you want to talk to them, reach out. They can either say yes or they can say no. 
but right. don't be intimidated by the the stature of who they are because most of the time uh, they really would love to have a talk with you mm -hmm. it's so funny well, I, i'm glad that you brought that up one time i was actually at a an event for the local community college and I was kind of standing off by myself. I just have a habit of a lot of times when I'm in a big room with a lot of people, I'll kind of pull myself off to the side and just look around and I'll look for somebody who's standing by themselves and I'll yes. go find a start a conversation. So I walked up to this gentleman and I started talking to them and we had a really great conversation. And he said to me, so do you work with politicians? And I said, well, I haven't in the past, but I'm not averse to it. And I said, I, you know, I can help just about anybody if, you know, if they're really struggling with that communications piece and, and getting their message out. So he hands me his card and here was the assistant district attorney for, for my county. I didn't recognize him because mm. I'm so used to seeing him on television. Right. He's like this massive tall dude. <laughs> like I had no clue how tall he was because I was used to seeing him on TV. Mm. You know what I mean? And he, and he was very different in person. So it's just, but I had no fear of walking up and talking right. to him and it didn't right. change who he was. And I called him after that. He gave me his card. Right. You know, I called him after that and we had great conversations since then. And, you know, I've worked with some of the folks in his office and, you know, just having really good input on some things. So it's been interesting to have that, um, like, like you're saying, don't be afraid to pick right. up the phone or, or, or to reach out to somebody just because they have a certain title doesn't mean that they're averse to having a connection. Right. I've been getting a lot of requests from people who are at that C-suite level mm -hmm. just to connect. You know, they're starting to see the advantages of being on LinkedIn as well. Yes. You know, they're looking at the social media for an opportunity to reach out and create collaborations and cross bridges and, and figuring out, okay, what do I, what does my company need? to help us get through everything that's going on. So I'm starting to see more of those folks showing up online and, and reaching out, which is yeah. great. I mean, yeah. you do have the people, you know, like I, I get, well, how many people listen to your show? And I said, all those that are ready to listen. It no, is out that. of my hands, you know, we're an ultra to wisdom library ready for the clicking. When you are interested in ABC, it's the shows are here for you. Um, I can't force people to listen. So, oh, you've got 5,000 people. I can't guarantee 5,000 people are going to listen. But if one person's listened and one person's life has shifted because of it, then truly that must be the benefit. So you do have some people where they look at you, go, no, you're not important enough. No, you can't serve my you haven't got enough followers or you haven't got that. Do you really want to do business with those people in the first place? Because their, their agenda is totally different. They're not looking for the interaction. They're looking for the marketing. Right. Right. Yeah. And they're looking, you know, I think that that's, there's a lot to be said for how we approach people. Yeah. You know, and again, it's just if you're just looking to have a conversation, learn a little bit about some. And at the end of the day, if you both go away knowing one new person. Yes. Right. Or just sharing a small piece of advice that might help them on their journey, then all is well. It, or you may wind up connecting with someone that is just a, somebody that you want to get to know on a deeper level. You want to spend some time with. It's about relationship. And that's what it boils down to at the end of the day. It's really about relationship. Yes. Amen and, to that. Yeah. You know, you're building your community. You're building your matrix. Right now, you know, um, people may be in totally different types of businesses. But if there is a synergy of energy, 
right? You have no idea where it's going to go. Um, one of the things I do when I interview, oh, you've got to meet so-and-so that I've just interviewed or I've interviewed a year ago or whatever, because there's a synergy. I know there's a synergy there. And there's some great satisfaction of introducing people to other people like Annie, you know, mm -hmm. who's one of our mentors introducing us and she's introduced me to a few others. And I know I'm going to get like energy because you have already connected with her energy. I've connected with her energy. So we're all on the same vibe. Right. So it doesn't matter what we do. We're all in that same frequency, that same vibe. And now it just might be simply camaraderie of supporting one another. Um, yeah, I really like this person. You should check their business out, you know, or you just simply, as I said, that uh, wonderful collaboration of supporting one another and, and sharing because that's what we need more of, isn't it? Building our own communities. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what the other amazing thing that I find with LinkedIn, okay, it's basically breaking down borders. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, I'm networking with people around the world. Yeah. I'm networking with, there's one call I'm on on Friday mornings with, there's a woman in Norway, a woman in France, a woman in South mm -hmm. Africa, and another one I think is in Sweden. Yeah. Like, where, I mean networking with people around the world yes and it's just so amazing to hear you know first of all figuring out the time changes right oh that's a nightmare <laughs> that was uh, fun yeah yeah i'm, I'm um, being interviewed at three o'clock today with um with someone in australia so yeah so it's like what time is what when yeah <laughs> exactly i know you sent me a reminder oh i look forward to seeing you at 1 p.m love i'm like wait did I miss it? Because it was already <laughs> past one o'clock for me. I'm like, oh, wait, right. we're a three hour difference. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, just figuring all of that out. But it's just amazing to hear different life stories. And, yes. And that, but also realize all the similarities. Okay. The Especially. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're all going through COVID. All right. We're handling it different than we are. Yeah. You know, it's, but in the same sense, you know, some people are just, it's just, it's a different lifestyle. It's a different. Right. You know, they're, they're doing things, you know, somewhat different, but a lot of things the same, you know, right. they're looking and they're just looking to connect just like we are. And they're just as excited to connect with people across the globe as I am, you know, like, right. oh my gosh, this is so cool. I'm talking to somebody in France. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun because we often, you know, how often do we get to meet people from around the world unless we're traveling, you know, right. it, it, it's not like they're in your backyard. Well, now they are. Yes, yes. Yeah, they're in your neighborhood networking with you. It's I, this is really cool. And you have no idea where it's going to go. Um, you know, two years ago, I did a series, Let's Get Synced, which was interviewing people from around the world on a great deal throughout Europe on, you know, the emotional change around climate change on how we need to change it in business and how we need to change it in our lifestyle. It was, I met some incredible people, some mm -hmm. wonderful people. And then two years later, I've just finished being on a summit where a three day summit of 80 of source of wonder with some of them. Um, but with other people like Deepak Chakra and Jane Goodall and the Laszlo's and a few other people. And it's, you know, it was such an honor to be included in that caliber awesome. of people. So you have no idea, you know, I put the show out. Yes, I've had conversations with some of the people, but you don't know where it's going to go or when it's going to come back. Do not do things again. What can, what can I get out of this? What can I get out of this? Put out, be supportive, share. And what you've seeded now and, you know, what will be, will be. Just be open to receive when it does come because you never know from where, when or with whom. Right. Right. And that, you know, there's so many 
unique opportunities. Mm. And again, it's really about just being open and, yes. and receiving. And sometimes, you know, as I know you totally get what I'm about to say. Um, when we when we align ourselves with what what we truly feel and we put it out to the universe, then we start to attract what we put out, right? Absolutely. You know, Yes. You're looking to meet, you know, different types of people and you just put it out there and look, you know, every morning I, my, one of my fervent prayers is, okay, Lord, show me who you want me to serve today. Mm-hmm. And invariably there's always someone, there's yes. always someone either all of a sudden that's reaching back that we haven't connected in a while, or somebody calls me or there's someone that, you know, or I wind up with a new client um, or someone calls me for a speaking gig you know, or I just get a, Hey, how are you? Just got your book. It's awesome. You know, right. or, or something like that. You know, you just never know where it's going to come from. No, you know, so, you know just, don't just, just do just be just mm-hmm. share, just support. And what will come back will come back when it's meant to. Absolutely. Right. When it's meant to, when that frequency is right. Let's talk about your book. 30 seconds success. How can one have success in 30 seconds? So 30 second success is really about that 30 second message, right? We, you know, a lot of times when we're in that networking arena and everybody gets a chance to do their commercial during, you know, that open networking part of the business or the the network. Um, so what I do is I work with folks about just figuring out that simple formula, that real clear, concise message that they can deliver day in and day out with confidence right clarity so that it attracts the right people to you that want to know more about your business right and i tell people all the time remember your 30 second message is just the door opener it's not going to get you business it's really just to tweak someone's attention and get them to want to know more and that's kind of what i dive into with the book i really go into what how to craft your message what's the formula behind it? it's a very simple formula and, you know, that keeps you right on track. So, you know, you impress people by being under 30 seconds because how often do we get people that just keep going? Yes, right? yes. <laughs> it's like, wait. 10 hours later. <laughs> ding, 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 right? Um, everybody hates to hear the dinger, but, you know, I have two of them in my box over here from when I do my speaking events. I'm like, yeah. Um, but it's, it's really about being very intentional with your message to attract people that want to have a conversation to learn more about who you are and what you do and how you serve your community. It, you know, it's really about helping people understand the value of networking. I talk about, you know, and the message, the beauty behind ditch the pitch yes. and start connecting is, yeah, we've got to get beyond the fear of, you know, your 30 second message. How many people do you know that don't show up at networking events because they don't want to have to do their commercial? Right. right? Yeah. I had a woman who for years would get up and go to the bathroom every time it was time to do 30 second messages because she was so afraid to stand up and speak publicly. Public mm-hmm. speaking is, is a big fear. It's not the, they say it's the number one fear. It's really not. It's, you know, it's, um, but it is a big fear for like 25% of Americans or, or people. In the, I think it's Americans. I think that's who they surveyed. Um, but it's not, it, it is, a, it's pretty high up there. Yeah. Um, but the thing of it is, you know, once, once we figured out what her message was, she was then able to stand up in front of an audience and deliver it comfortably. And people were amazed. They realized that people were walking up to her and welcoming her to the meeting. They hadn't realized that she had been there for close to a year. Right. Yes. She, she had was been hiding seen. in the back. Yes. Right? And, and you know, talking about that, I mean, let's first, the, 
what you're sharing in that 30 seconds is very much your conviction, your passion of who you are and what, what, what you're doing. It's not the pitch. Right. But it's not the sales pitch. That's right. the difference. It's 30 seconds of inspiration that begets invitation. Right. 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 So it is, if it doesn't come from the heart, if it doesn't come from your very being, it's not going to connect. And so where the pitching is all about your business, pitch, pitch, pitch. I buy this and I sell that. You know, nobody really wants to hear it. It's like the flashes on this, mm -hmm. on, you know, nobody wants that. It's, it's offensive. But when you talk about something that is from the heart, from, you know, your conviction, your passion, then mm -hmm. people have bought that energy, that enthusiasm, that commitment, and they want to know more. Absolutely. And that's, that's the whole premise behind 30 second success. And that's why I started this company. I was in direct sales for a lot of years and I did a lot of training and professional development for those organizations that I was a member of. And I stepped into a leadership role with a women's organization and found that most of the women were amazing. They were just amazing. I got to know them, love them. I would literally watch them fall apart when it was time to do their 30 second messages. Yeah. It just made my heart hurt. It made me so sad for them. Half the time I would be going, wait, 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 let me do your commercial for you. Because I, I just, I knew how to do it. And I understood the formula behind it and I had gotten to know them. So when they started asking me questions about, you know, we really need someone to come in and, and teach us how to do this. I'm like, well, I know how to do it. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't find someone else who was speaking publicly about how to do your 30 second message. So I started helping the folks in my group and pretty soon, you know, because they go network elsewhere and people started asking them, okay, what are you doing different? Right. And word got out that I was teaching people how to do a 30 second message. And I started getting more and more requests to go speak to other groups and teach other people. And that's, that's where 30 second success came from. That it was born from a need that I saw within the networking community. And it was like, it's just like I could fill that gap and I could heal those hearts because I could see the pain, physical pain that people would be in when it was time for, to do their 30 second message. And nobody has to feel that way. I mean, how many actors have stage fright? Right. I, I will admit I'm here extremely comfortable, but I've done about 2000 shows. I should be by now. <laughs> it is different when I'm actually standing up in public having to do mm -hmm. something because first and foremost, I'm feeling the energy. How is the energy? And uh, it's hard for me to do that 30 seconds because I'm feeling it first <laughs> before I'm speaking it. And, you know, it, it's been a difficult thing for me to speak kind of there publicly. And sometimes I have to get completely out of my head, step into my heart and open my mouth and let it come from there. Right. Because if I try and think about it, you know, what should I say? What does the audience want? I'm mm -hmm. going to get lost. If it comes from the heart, you know, and the, the, my conviction, Mm -hmm. then the right words are going to come out. But yeah, I mean, I still get nerves. But my mom was an actress and she said she mm -hmm. always got nerves and butterflies before going on the stage. And she said, the moment you stop doing that, you've stopped being connected. Those butterflies are just kind of getting you ready, you know, for that audience, that energy. And it's natural to have that. But it's being confident enough despite that mm -hmm. to be able to step up and speak your truth for 30 seconds. Right, right. And that's something somebody shared with me a really long time ago when I was expressing like how I would almost get like, you know, butterflies in my stomach. And, you know, some people express it as feeling nauseous when they get to yeah. speak. Um, but somebody had shared with me, somebody who does a lot of public speaking. And she said to me, she said, that's the energy of your audience. 
Yes. Being so excited about what you have mm-hmm. to deliver, what you're going to share, you're receiving their energy. And when you accept that mm-hmm. yes. as the energy from your audience and it's it, that it's a good thing, it will fill you. And give you give you all the energy you need to deliver your message. And I was like, that's an amazing way to look at that. Those butterflies are nothing more than the energy of your being, as well as all the beings that are getting ready to receive what you have to to share. Yep, the dance, getting yes. ready for that dance. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. And it's just uh, and, you know I, when I thought about that, and then I thought back on you know when high school, you know you were in all the different plays and stuff like that, like. Like before you would get ready to go on stage and be like, oh, like this. And yes. then you'd come out and you'd be like, okay, I did it. It's over. Right. Yeah. Good. You know, and it, it, you think about that and you realize that it is, it's pure, that purest form of energy that you're yeah. feeling. And it's like, that's really cool. You know, like it, it was a huge mind shift for me. Um, you know, especially as someone who can tend to be a little bit more of an introvert. Um, it's weird. I absolutely love to speak, uh, you know, love to speak publicly, love to speak, you know, like I just put myself out there in the speaking format, but there are times where it's like, there's so much energy and so much, um, I almost have to withdraw a little bit Yes, and then re-engage. Yes. You know, and that's, and, and somebody was telling me, oh, well, you're an ambivert. I'm like, I don't know what I am, but I just know how to make it work. <laughs> uh, you know, for w- when I'm doing a public speak, it's, um, I always have everybody take three deep breaths and exhale. And it's just to try and get that energy in a, in a nice synergy so that you haven't got the static energy going around. Nice. And, and it just also disconnects people from the minutes before and to be more engaged in the now. Um, yeah. You know, the, the 30 second um inspiration is really important as the invitation but it i think one of the things that people need to be mindful for and i've had them here on my show is that when people are doing public speaking they're up there talking for whatever length of time they're talking they're holding the stage right it's when you're having an interaction with someone right it is not you're you're not on stage you are conversing and it has been quite interesting people that are used to that platform when they've come on to have a conversation with me have not really been comfortable with that format because they're used to you know the stage is theirs and so we also have to be very mindful of when we've sent that invitation to be open to the communication that's going to come back and not monopolize it Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, it is funny. It just reminded me of a conversation. There was a, I was at an event and there was a woman um, who's one of our uh, media personalities, news personalities here in our local region. And I went over to talk to her, you know, of course, everybody's stepping up and having their pictures taken. And all she did was turn around to pose with me for a photo. And I'm like, oh no, I just wanted to say hi and thank you. And I appreciate it. And, you know, I, I wanted to have a conversation with her. And she literally like just stood there staring at me. I'm like, okay, this is not a conversation. No. This is me talking at her. <laughs> the right? cardboard cutout. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so then, then conversely to that, um, you know, I was at another event. A, a different news personality was giving the keynote speech. So, and I knew her from from previously. So I went over, it reintroduced myself. I said, you know, it's been a little while since we've spoken, and I, you know, and she goes, oh my gosh, I remember you. And she like gave me a big hug, and she started talking to me, and we had this great. She said, thank you so much for coming over to talk to me. Nobody wants to come and talk to me. You're like standing here by myself, and nobody's coming over to talk to me. I'm like, 
totally opposite reaction, right? Yes. I was yes. like, wow, wow. Like, okay, where did that come from? But in, you know, that you have to, there, it's just personalities. It's yeah. really just personalities. Yeah. And, and again, it's engaging when you're having those one-on-one conversations and, and, and preparing it, you know, the stage is different. And sometimes people are really nervous before they get on stage. Yes. Um, you know, and, and they're like in their mind, they're still going over what they're going to say. And, um, but yet when we are one-on-one and we have the opportunity to have these conversations, it's, it's letting your guard down. Yeah. And that's and really being, what being it's about. Real, yes. Right? That's yeah. what we want. We don't want a facade. You know, as I say, we all wear different hats, business hat, personal hat, different hats in your business, right? But the who you are, that head that that hat belongs on should always be consistent, always be true to who you are. Because ultimately, yes, you may have this great business and I need your service, but if I'm not connecting with you, if I don't believe in you or that you're really here for me, why would I want to do business with you? Right. Right. It's, it's, it's just amazing though, that, um, people are so, um, open to receiving Mm. what you have to offer. You just have to, again, you have to leave your guard down. Yes. You have to be real. You have to, you have to be willing to share insights and not be afraid of people taking advantage of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that sometimes people have that guarded a bit like, oh, what do they want from me? You know, that yeah. perspective of, oh, what do they want from me? When we when we just go with the flow and just say, you know what, let's just have a conversation, learn what this is about. Your intuition is going to help you figure out if this is right. if this is somebody you want to keep talking to or if you want to kind of extract yourself from the conversation. But you know what? At the end of the day, if we don't leave people in the relationships can't happen. Those connections can't happen. We have to be able to, to open up and, and share who we are and what we do and how, and how we love on our audience. Right. Right. It really is. You know, you talk about coming from the heart. That's, you know, that focus of, you know, how can I love, how can I serve? How can I, how can I help? How, what, what can I give, you know, and it's somebody else shared with me one once before, and it's uh, a friend of mine, Margie Solomon, amazing woman, um, from Philadelphia. She's just a beautiful soul. And somebody else had shared with her, the theory behind networking is really, um, you have get, um, you have to give to get to give, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So do you need to be the giver in order to receive, but then you have to give again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what networking really is about. It's about giving and giving and not expecting things in return. And when we do receive things in return, then we need to give again. Yes, exactly. It doesn't end there. Yeah, it's not a give to get. Right. Right? It's a give to open up and invite. Um, You know, just kind of reminds me too, is when you have a conversation with someone, um, whether it be online, wherever, and it's, and you find that there is an agenda that's not matched with yours. How do you come out of that conversation? And you can say, you know, well, thank you very much. It sounds terribly interesting, but just not for me at this time. And then you'll find some people will keep on pushing and you go, you know, really, I do have to go because mm-hmm. some people are just a little bit too thick to <laughs> accept that this is a closed door. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, also don't let your desperation show. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to sale. I need to sell. Mm-hmm. Do not ever do that. Mm-hmm. We're all struggling right now. Everybody in business is in the same boat. We're all struggling mm-hmm. and everybody's got some anxiety around it. But do not bring your anxiety to the table. Right. 
Right. You know? and, and it's the, the perspective that you enter yeah. into it with. And I, and I love the fact that you said about um, being willing to say no, thank you. Yes. Um, sometimes we have to protect ourselves. Yes. And, and you know that no, thank you is is acceptable. Right. You know, some people are afraid to say no. Yeah. You know, and then they get stuck in a situation they're just not happy with. Right. But if when we, you know, we have to be able to stand up and, and you know, receive what we're meant to receive and, and say thank you for the things that we're not, you know, right. so. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and do it gracefully. And sometimes, yes. you know, yeah, do it gracefully. And yes. and I think that's the biggest piece of, you know, understanding. And, and the fact that we have to remember that everybody is, everybody's doing their best. Right. right. Some people right. are really uncomfortable. Some people are still trying to figure this out. So if we can just help them along, even by coaching them a little bit, we're taking them under our wing, being a networking mentor, Yes. right? How yes. many people really appreciate that? You know, there's a lot of young people who are fairly new to networking. And I love the fact that there's a lot of young entrepreneur groups in like the chambers and things like that for that very reason. I've spoken to several of those groups because they're still, fig they're just figuring out how networking works. I've right. spoken at the co local um, community college, same thing. I, I, we had we had 35 students um, sign up for a networking 101 course and we had 75 students show up. So they desperately want to understand how it works and what they need to do. Um, so, you know, being willing to be a, a networking mentor is kind of cool too. You know, right. you'll have folks, you know, in the traditional networking sense, you'll have some folks that have been there for a really long time and they, they, they welcome the new people in and kind of help them along. Well, we need to be doing that even online. Yes, most certainly. Yes. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, oh, I don't want to waste my time, you know, on social media. Social media has become your new networking. Social yes. media has become your new marketing. Social yes. media has become your new way to even um, after the fact of your clientele to stay in touch with them. Yes. Not only because of COVID, but also very much mm -hmm. because it does open up our world. It does allow us to, to have clientele anywhere. Right. And so we've got to look at that social media, stop being giving it a bad rap. Yes, you've got crap on there. I totally agree. And there's a lot of hate rhetoric. You don't have to buy that. Remember, right. it's an algorithm. What you feed and respond to is what will keep coming back to you. Mm -hmm. So be interactive okay. with people, follow them, make comments, be supportive. You don't know what doors it's going to open. But if you're not willing to put in that time, you're not going to meet the people you need to meet. Right. Well, and that's one of the things that, you know, very early on, and I, you know, someone shared with me, you need to communicate with the, with your network, the way they want to be communicated yes. with. Yes. Some people like text, some people like email, some people like Facebook messenger, some right. people like, you know, so how are they communicating with you? You've got to communicate with them the way they like to be communicated to. Yes. As long and, as it's not all hashtags I've got to work out. Oh, please. Or emoji. <laughs> it's like, hey, I, I mean, it took me a long time to work. What's LOL? <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, it's just uh, some, some of the dialogue sometimes is like, oh, okay, what do they mean there? <laughs> you know, right, so, right. you know, look, look at, you know, the demographic, maybe of the age bracket, that person mm -hmm. you're talking to and, uh, and be respectful of their language as well. Or the fact that they may be a foreigner and English is their second language. Um, mm -hmm. And you're going to get uh, stuff written back to you or even spoken back to you that's broken up because 
they're not fluent in it and it's mm -hmm. don't correct them just listen to them and the missing piece of what they're trying to say fill it in for them mm -hmm. right so but time right we go back to that word time give people time give yourself time to interact with people follow up with people have conversations with people because mm -hmm. time is one of the greatest gifts that we have and we all are under the same clock right and you know that you have a very valid point following up is is a big key um one of the things that i talk about all the time is you need to have a system no matter what system you're using you have to have a system for following up with people because you don't want people to fall through the cracks especially right. if you're getting a lot of requests to connect with folks yes i have a notebook that's filled with notes from every conversation i have i have to go back through it and highlight things and put it on my follow-up schedule mm -hmm. because if i don't it invariably i've already moved on to three or four different phone calls before right. i get a chance to go back and follow up so i have to make sure that i'm writing it down somewhere so make sure that you know people are important and you want to make them feel important by remembering to do what you said you're going to do right yes right? So and whether it's really key you know a, a great conversation thanks let's 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 keep the doors open it might just simply be that mm -hmm. you know in whichever way but it's a i think it's respectful just you know to respond to people and say great conversation or you know that, that thank you for your time mm -hmm. right because it means that you're acknowledging them and you're keeping that door open mm -hmm. and you remember those people again it's how do you stay as a memory in people by following their conversation and interacting with it it might not be a big long dialogue but it shows people that you're still following them you're still interested and right. you like what they have to say right Right. And, you know, the other thing too, the benefit of, you know, giving them a shout out somewhere on social yeah. media, wherever they like to play and hang out, shout out, giving them a shout out. Oh my gosh, I had a great conversation with so-and-so. This is what we talked about. That's, that's a perfect thank you. Yes. Right. Yes. It's a perfect thank you. And, and it's, it's a great acknowledgement for the, the person that they are. And it helps people say, oh, maybe I need to connect with them. Right. Yes. Right? Oh, exactly. I need to connect with that. Oh, I got to follow Sarah Troy. If Laura follows Sarah Troy, I got to follow Sarah Troy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you go to their name and you look at the, the bio, you look at, you know, um, you know, the things that they've said, you know, what they're doing. You know, the other important thing is, is, you know, that 30 second video that you put up on social media. It's mm -hmm. the same as when you're networking and you're standing up and introducing yourself, you're introducing yourself in the social media. So mm -hmm. you need to have a video that people can refer to. That is your 30 second, in, you know, invitation. Right. right. It's just as important right. as it is in person. Yeah. Video is important now more than ever before, uh -huh. because especially for, you know, they talk about it for your search engine optimization. Um, video gets more eyes on. Yes. You know, it breaks through all the noise of the content. You know, video is is very different. People people engage more with video than anything else, than any other format form of of conversation online. So, making sure that you're using video very um, intelligently, um, but but put it out there. Yes, you know, on a regular basis. Even. Yes. And if you you know, one of the things that I did for a couple clients was we created um, something called the 52, 52 topics for Facebook. So they would be able to post a video once a week. Um, based on this list of 52 topics. And it was Good fun. Idea. Yeah, yes. it was really fun to just come up with 52 topics, you know, for, you know, I have a couple of different clients uh, uh, um, that did it, a realtor, financial advisor, and uh, a, a gym owner. 
and we just came up with lists of, and, and they loved it because it, it, then they knew what they were going to be talking about. Sometimes right. that's the hardest thing. Yes. And it's just a one, one to three minute video. It yeah. doesn't have to be anything long or substantial. It's what are your thoughts on this? Yes. You know, create yeah. a list of all the different crazy questions people ask you, right? What are the questions people ask you about your business? You know, or, you know, just in general, some of the, or some of the topics, some of the crazy things that happen during your day, you know, just share them, you know, it, it yeah. gives that personal side to you. Yes. People get to, people get to meet your personality when you, when you share video. You can add it to your blog. You can add it to your newsletter. Right. Yes. It's, you know, it's, um, I will, well, I do a show every week, Sarah's view of life, which is on, you know, my perspective view or whatever the topic. Um, but now and again, I just kind of do a two or three minute video where I feel, you know, either in kindness or on this or on that, you know, whatever moves me. It is Sarah speaking, it, you know, it's always an invitation to come back to the podcast, but it's not about pitching the podcast. It's about an observation uh, that I'm inviting other people to see and share. And obviously, at the, I'm going to throw in where you can find more. And that's, uh, it, it's personal, you know, because I really think if business isn't personal, if it's not personal to you, then it's not a business that you are truly representing. Right, right. Oh, you're in the wrong business. Yeah. I mean, right. you know, I love people, but get their redirects. I mean, here you were going along one road and then, you know, um, she's, you know, we're not listening to her because she's not speaking. You know, what's the fear behind it? And then realizing there's so much fear behind just that delivery and realizing there's a niche for it. You know, and that's that's what it's about. We don't know. You know, that redirect that we're having, oh, where am I going to go now? What am I going to do? Is pay attention to what is needed out there and what skills do you have that you can help people, you can be of service in that need. Right. Pivoting. Right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I saw, you know, even during all of everything that's going on, that's the most amazing thing to me, the, the creativity Yes. Of so many small business owners who've kind of like, okay, sink or swim time. Um, I need to reevaluate my business. What's what was working? Is not working anymore? How right. am I going to, what am I going to do now? And the amazing creativity and things that have come, have come out of everything. I, I have so many friends now that are, that are actually, it's so funny because I said, now you're doing the thing you love to do. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> yes. This has given us the time to really go, okay, what didn't yeah. I like about my business? Mm -hmm. What can I do different? What do I really want to do? Yes. It's amazing when we when we have the time Yeah. Yeah. to kind of look inside and, and even evaluate where we're at and talk to our, talk to our network and our friends and say, hey, I'm, I'm looking at, revamping where where do you see my strengths yeah where do you see my weaknesses what do you think that i would be good at you know how, what have you seen me do that was something that you think everybody else could benefit from right you know start the, somebody else's observation of you is becomes a clarity for you right. you don't oh really i, I really the, you see that as a strength I, I wouldn't have put that as my biggest strength but you're seeing mm -hmm. that and so it's it's time to revisit that strength right Right. If that's what people are seeing you, how can you use that strength to benefit others? Well, and that's one of the things when I've done a lot of strategy work with clients, when we're deep into figuring out their their messaging, 
what one time and one of the things that I find the most a lot of times when people can't figure out what their 30 second message is is because they're afraid to niche down to what it is they really love to do and right. who they love to serve yes they're afraid that they're going to make it too defined that they'll miss out mm. you know that that FOMO thing the fear yep. of missing out I, I think that you know but when we really define who we love to work with and and how we serve them we start to attract those people to our business. And all of a sudden we're working with the people that we love to work with. Right. And it's like, wait, if I had done this sooner, <laughs> man, I'd be that much further along. Um, but it, it really is truthful when we start to niche our business and find out what we're really good at and what we're really good at helping people uncover about themselves and, and to, to overcome you know, when we, can, when we become those problem solvers for other people and we start to share that message, like, here's what I do and here's what I do really, really well. And, and mm. these are the kind of people I want to work with. We really do start to attract them to ourselves. Right. I think it's, it's know your why. Yes. Why are you doing it? Whom right. do you really want to serve? What is it yep. that you really want to see happen here? Mm. Now look at your skill set. How can I use my skill set, my strength, in order to fill that why? Because right. if you don't have a why, then you're not really committed to what you're doing. Right. Right. So that why mm -hmm. is very, very important. And so many people have lived their life and, you know, had the careers because, well, I'm good at it. I don't know how many times I've had people say, well, I was really, really good at it. I was very successful, but I wasn't attached to it. Right. My heart wasn't so in it. Sad. Yes. Oh. And they, and, you know, it, it's taken that, you know, cosmic two by four or, you know, tap on the shoulder to redirect and go, you know, and now I'm actually living my life mm -hmm. the way I want to live it with, with the passion and the conviction of what I want to do. And I'm doing it in a way that is so much more enriching and abundant and fulfilling mm -hmm. than any six figure job could have given me beforehand. Right. Right. And, and you see it a, a lot with yeah. um, career people. And I, you know, I have a very, very dear friend who absolutely loved being, you know, in the corporate environment. She was a corporate executive for a really, really long time. Um, she literally, because of an illness, was forced to quit her job. She overcame, well, she, she took a sabbatical basically and was going to go back. And um, she discovered that she really loved coaching other women. Mm-hmm. And she, because she had gotten really healthy, she started understanding her own body. She did a lot of study, went through some nutritional courses, understanding how to heal her body. Um, she had really bad vertigo, couldn't even get on an airplane and half of her job was traveling. Right. So yeah, uh, crazy, yeah. right? So she, because of this self-discovery and everything she went through, it was transformational. And then she decided not to go back to corporate. Right. Exactly. You know, and now she is an amazing leadership coach. She's studied with Tony Robbins and, um, uh, you know, so many other amazing, uh, Darren Hardy and, and um, uh, I forget, the, there's another guy that she's been doing some work with, just you know, transformational work that now she's helping other women understand, oh, um, overcome the stress of mm. that C-suite level of leadership so that they can have everything they want and still continue with their career without taxing their bodies. Right. Exactly. So yes. We learn, right? Mm, we learn we from learn. these experiences. And and the beauty of that learning is to realize that there are always options. 
Right. If you're willing to pause, right. just stop for a moment, review, relook, and allow another path to be presented, then you realize there is always an option. There is always another direction to go in. You cannot see it if you're in the stress or the franticness. So it's right. take the deep breath, pause, you know, collect yourself, really look at what did I love it anyway, you know, and right. uh, what do I love? How can I take all the skill set and move it forward to something I really do love? Mm. And that's the difference. The best teachers, best teachers out there are the ones that were willing to redirect, go through the process and now share really what they love to do. Absolutely. No, I totally agree with that. And that's the other thing too, is I don't know about you, but in certain, I can, I can look back over um, certain times in my life where like, I don't know whether it's just an age thing, got to a certain, you know, got to be 30. And then it was like, oh, then I was having kids. Yes. You know, so got to, got to be 40 and like, okay, my kids are, you know, doing pretty good. And, you know, we were at a different place in our lives. Got to be in my fifties. I'm like, man, this is awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I also have seen throughout my life, the different changes. Like I went from being corporate, you know, mm -hmm. I, I was in corporate career woman, you know, walked away from a, a, you know, really lucrative career to raise my children, be the stay at home mom. You know, then I, I stepped into like, you know, being in the direct sales industry and doing a lot of public speaking with that. Then I stepped into being a business owner on my own. And now my husband and I are looking at several different businesses that we want to do together. Now that we're in our fifties, our kids are grown, they're out of the house. Now it's like, okay, now we're looking at a whole different picture. The, it's amazing when you look at the timeline of your life, yes. how things change. And it's like everything that I did back then, I've carried with me. It's helping me to, yes. to focus on what I'm going to do next. Yes. And it's just, I'm so excited about the journey. I, I'm so excited about yeah. the journey and all the people that have come on this journey with me. Right. You know, it's like the, all the friends, you know, throughout my life that have been with me for a really long time. And the, and the new friends that I made, I made new friends when we were just in Florida a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It just, and this woman keeps texting me pictures of the beat. They're still in Florida. We're home. I'm like, really? You couldn't like keep, just sneak me into your room there. You know, <laughs> I wanted to stay longer. Um, yeah. So she's been sending me these amazing pictures and photographs and they live in Pittsburgh, you know, and so I've been checking in on her because now there's a, a storm right in the Gulf. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are you guys okay? And she's like, oh yeah, it hasn't even rained here. It's just been a little windy. You know, they're so it, it's like, you make new friends wherever you go yeah. and you carry them with you everywhere. Right. And that's what, that's what it, networking is really just, it's a bigger basket of friends. It's, yes. it's making new friendships. Some will come, some will go just like the ones that we've, you know, met along the way in high school, college, mm -hmm. you know, during our kids a lot, you know, the, the friends that we hung out with on the soccer field with our kids and, you know, while they were playing, we, we find, there's different people that will come and go in our lives and there's others that will keep forever. And, and I see networking as the same thing. Yeah. There's people that we will, that will always be part of our network. And then there's other folks that are kind of come and go. And, but just like friends that you've known all your life, even if you haven't spoken in years, next time you pick up the phone, they're there. And it feels like yesterday. Right. Yeah. Right. And you know, it's also not letting age get in the way. I'm 66. Yeah. I'm going to continue to do this for as long as I can hear and see. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, I found my passion. I found my yeah. niche. And 
if you love something, no age comes into it. Yeah, right. maybe you can't do X, Y, and Z like you could back in the 30s, um, but it is you find something that you can do. It's your why. It's your reason for getting up every mm -hmm. day. And uh, and what you build from that, the community that you build around that, uh, you know, and you you I find that sometimes, you know, I may put out, oh, you know, having terrible headaches or something has happened the amount of people that come out mm -hmm. and support you know it's just like unbelievable and it, it it reminds you that although you may not connect all the time or speak all the time is that once you've connected with somebody spirit that signature that vibration it doesn't matter whether you are talking to each other all the time and not you're connected Right. And that connection will come back about, up again. And it's it's just a wonderful, wonderful frequency to be on. Yes. So, my dear, Absolutely. how do people get hold of your book? How do they get hold of your service? So my book is on Amazon and on Barnes and Noble. It's on a number of different um, platforms. But the quickest way to find it is if you go to my website, 30secondsuccess.com and click on the link for my book. It's right up there. So and, uh, 30 secondsuccess.com is three zero and then spell out the word second and success. And, uh, and, and people can book time with you, can have a conversation with you before going anywhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can, you can reach me through my websites, the easiest way, or you can email me at Laura at 30 secondsuccess.com. Um, you can also connect with me on LinkedIn and Facebook and 30 second success it's easy to find me i'm, I'm pretty well branded right so. right i've had so pretty many well different branded. brands over the eight years i've got different names everywhere so yes <laughs> be consistent it's hard to change yeah. later definitely yeah it is it's uh branding is a big thing um yeah. it's one of the one of the things that i've been, been very purposeful about so mm. yeah so it's easy for folks to find me 30 second success is pretty easy to remember Yes. And uh, yeah, look for the green clock. That's everywhere too. Right. Yes. It's a nice, <laughs> it's a nice visual. Definitely. Lovely, clean, very distinguished color, um, look to it. So yes. And, you know, uh, I recently interviewed somebody who is doing resume videos with people, which I think is a brilliant idea because video is the way we're going now. And for someone to learn how to do that 30 second, not pitch, but introduction, invitation mm -hmm. is really really important you know even being able to how to put out the one or two um minute videos out there that you know it kind of keeps the flow going and so many people i just can't do that or i don't have the looks or i don't know what to say that's where you come into it mm -hmm. you can help them you know articulate it in a way at ease speaking from the heart and their conviction in a way that other people are going to be what wow I want to know this person and we all need help if we're not strong in an area find somebody that is because that's what it's about right yeah. don't try and do it all yourself there are people out there that have the expertise that can help you and for your 30 second um, introduction or for your videos that where you really want to kind of speak to to who you are and what you're doing go to Laura Templeton she will help you on your way Thank you so much. It's been a, a joy to be here with you, Sarah. I really appreciate you having me on today. I look forward to staying connected with you. Oh, and, absolutely. And, absolutely. And, uh, anything you need, just let me know. I'm here for you. And if you need other folks to 
interview, let me know. Oh, always. Anybody yeah. that has embraced that redirect has a wonderful why that has a service that is, you know, that is there for mankind in whatever way, whether it's a book or whether it's a program or a service. It's, it's all about that inspiration that begets invitation. You never know what is going to be said that's going to shift somebody in their right direction. So it's uh, solutional, right? It's all about Wonderful. that so anytime. But thank you for embracing your redirect and being on this path because it is a path that is really necessary right now, very necessary. And it's not just during COVID, it's going to be even afterwards. You've opened up that door now to the rest of the world. And uh, now you've done that, why do you want to go back to just one little box? You know, so it's uh, having the skill set in order to reach out to people around the world with your 30 seconds, with your one or two minute videos is really, really important in business. So thank you for doing the business that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you're doing as well. Uh, well, when you love what you're doing, you do it well, right? Yes. <laughs> That's the point. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, folks, until next time, remember, there is always a solution to the problem. And it doesn't matter what the fear is. There's always somebody there that's going to guide you to it or through it. So reach out to Laura at 30secondsuccess.com and she will help you through it. Until next time, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.